0: Welcome all to Dragonland, where Matt Dragon will hijack your train of thoughts and lead you into a world of true comedy. Kinda been a while, guys. Tell me not. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've done a solo show. It's been so long. Let's get myself a round of applause. No, I'm just kidding. No, man. Oh, it's just been a a kind of a long time. It's been something that I've been waiting for, to be honest, because I love I love having guests. I love having my guests so much. But the pressure, there's pressure. There's pressure, there's uh, preparation, then there's failure. Don't forget the failure because (laughs) so much could go wrong all all the time, all the time. And, and, And it will, and it will. You have to be fucking prepared for all of it, all the time. And that's what I'm learning with having all these fucking guests on. And with that being said, I am for a while only going to have just one person. At a time until I get the situation fixed, uh, figured out with my equipment. Because right now I only, I only realistically have two input inputs inputs. Okay, so I can realistically only have two. Ah, excuse me, I can have two microphones on at once. So you know, I was trying to bypass that by using a recorder or using a room microphone to try to get two people's voices with one, and it's just not working, it's not working for you, boy. So, um, with that being said, I know with all the tragedies going on, I feel like an asshole for even saying it, but I made it go me to try to I'm trying to just break make this show just what it can be. I need to get cameras. I need more equipment because I want to have these lovely, amazing guests that come on here and and just make my show so much better. I want to have them back, and I want to have them in a quality environment, and I don't want to have to be worried about whether my field recorder is working or if the microphone like, you know, I I, I hate it, and it upsets me because I, I sound amazing by myself, audio-wise, like quality-wise. Because I have everything for just one microphone. For a long time, like a lot of people know, I only did like solo music stuff for a while. You know, I had a couple people that would collaborate with me here and there, but for a long time, it was just me doing uh, just whatever music I wanted to by myself. So I only needed a one mic setup. So I bought the best one mic setup, you know, my money could afford. And now that I'm starting new ventures and I'm growing as, a, as an engineer and all this other stuff, I'm realizing that I am limited. I'm limited as hell. And that's why I made the, the Dragon Land expansion project. It is why I made the GoFundMe. Uh, you can find it in the bio of this podcast. You can also find it on my Instagram and yeah, um, with that being said, I feel like a dick for for asking for any of this because again, there has been, I live in Florida. I live in Florida. My area was, uh, well, luckily where I live looks un, unscathed. Like we had a few down branches, but that was it really. And uh, the level of, destruction is it's it's honestly heartbreaking uh hurricane ian is probably no it it, it's definitely i'm looking at it on an article right here hurricane ian one of the most powerful storms to hit the united states in the recent years i mean there has been what 200 or 2 million plus people uh without power and uh electricity same thing um you know uh local reports say thousands of people are are awaiting rescue and at least well this is this is old uh because it's saying at least 20 people have lost their lives when we know right now it's over um, it's over the hundreds and it sucks because i'm not no one no one deserves this but at the same time a lot of people weren't prepared. And, you know, Florida is the, you know, the the hurricane, you know, the boy who cried, the boy who cried hurricane, you know. They say it's going to be bad, 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 bad. And then when it comes, just a tropical storm. Well, you know, we got lucky that time. Those times. And this time, it really was really unfortunate. Uh, it's, it's, it says, uh... It was a category 1 to a category 3 when it left Cuba. So it was a category it, it was a category 1 entering Cuba until Olon. It's a category 1 until Cuba and then when it got to Cuba it hit category 3 devastation there. That was Tuesday. And for a whole day <coughs> Excuse me. And for a whole day it traveled through the Gulf of Mexico gathering as much strength Uh, almost as possible hitting almost category five. So it reached category four and that's where it hit Fort Myers. And that's where like, when you see a lot of the, a lot of it, you know, uh, that it's, they're talking about Fort Myers, but what this graph isn't, isn't showing at all was what happened. Um, Oh, here we go. So Sanibel Island is an island right off of Fort Myers. It's, um, so there's like a few islands that surround that coast of Florida. And Sanibel Island is completely cut off right now. There the road like the 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 bridge the it was like a bridge, it was more like a water road. It really wasn't like a bridge. It, I, I don't know how to explain it. Uh called a road link to the mainland. So the road link, because it wasn't really a bridge, is completely submerged, and you you cannot you it's submerged. There's parts of it that is broken off, so to travel by car is impossible to get to those to get to that island to get to Sanibel, and there the storm surge was pretty ridiculous. Uh, they got it at category four, so hundred fifty, hundred fifty something mile winds. You know, I have I have this. I have a joke that when uh, when when a hurricane comes, everybody in Florida becomes a meteorologist because we all know exactly what the fuck the hurricane's gonna do. Because we stay on that shit. Because we like to say, oh, well, you know, it's whatever. I'm gonna ride it out. Let's have a hurricane party. Woo! Uh, then no, no we're always checking on each other, we're always trying to make sure, like, we're trying, and and this man, like, Fuego, you know, he's been on this podcast a couple of times, he just got electric, he just got his electricity back a few days ago, um, Tigeros, I have yet to have him on the podcast, but he is, um, cut off from us as well, so, I mean, he can travel from work to, well, like, working back, but the the road connecting, like, so he can get out of where he's at is is just fucked. It's fucking flooded. Still. And it's been days. Uh, like, um, so when I was talking about the, okay, so the, the, the storm surge, so, uh, when you are below sea level, um, when you have a storm surge, it will fuck your shit up. So, we had a storm surge. It's not It's not actually saying because we really couldn't, like, track it at the time. So it's fucking hard to track a, a, a storm surge. But um, that is what causes the flooding, is when the sea level rises and you're next to the things. As well, the as sea level, lakes rise, retention ponds get full. That's what happened in my neighborhood. We probably got, like, a foot of water. But luckily, the way like our neighborhood was like designed, it's a little better. Oh, so a category through category four. I got it right here. A category four is winds of one hundred and thirty to one hundred and fifty six miles per hour, and it will cause severe damage to well-built houses. So it, it stayed category four all the way from Fort Myers all through. Sarasota through Lee County, and then when it got to about where we are in Kissimmee, um, Lee County, Polk County, I'm I'm getting confused. Uh, there's so many places. When it got closer to where I am in Kissimmee and in Orlando, it dropped down to a tropical storm. Um, where it well, they say tropical storm, but we were having wind gusts of 90 miles an hour. Like there was pieces of roofs. Like floating around, there was trees down everywhere. It it it, it was kind of scary because you know we got it at a at a tropical storm category one. When we when looking at all the damages that happened only like a hundred miles away from me, it, it's heartbreaking and it's horrifying because I I know that. It, it it will happen to where i am it will it will and, and that's an inevitable thing because uh climate change is a real thing that's happening and our storms are getting worse the polar cap, polar ice caps are melting shit is shit is happening um and we did not heed any warnings cuz i remember fucking being in like kindergarten and a teacher telling me, hey, in about like 20, 30 years, uh, we will be witnessing some crazy, some crazy events, because global warming is a thing. And then we were going over global warming and in, in class and talking about science and all this stuff. And and she was saying that, you know, that the the sea level is going to rise because the the the, the Arctic is going to melt. Because the warm is gonna get hotter, the Earth is gonna get hotter. So when the Earth gets hotter, the sea levels will rise because the ice melts from the Arctic. That's what's fucking happening now. She's—I remember this because that's what's happening now, and it triggered memories for to me being in elementary school and and remembering this amazing lady uh, talking about this, like she was. She she pretty much. She wasn't predicting the future. She was teaching the science from the, the, the books that they give them. You know, you know, because you know, teachers don't really teach anymore. I mean, they do, but in a sense, they just got to read out of like this this book. It's like our textbook, but their book had their their textbook has all the answers. I don't fucking know what it is. Yeah, they don't know the teacher book. You know the one you're not allowed to touch because you'll get all the answers to the test. Oh, well, I, I don't, I don't know if that's like something everybody knows, but. Don't go stealing tests, guys. <laughs> you can't do that. You get in trouble. I I, I would know. You get in trouble. You get in trouble real bad. Don't steal tests. That's fucking. That's fucked up. Don't. Study. Study and do your homework. Because Matt Dragon says stay in school. <laughs> Speaking of staying in school. So there is a magic mushroom dispensary in Florida right now. Yeah, this guy is fucking crazy. This guy's fucking crazy. So there, there is a magic mushroom dispensary in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Um uh, he has started selling psychedelics and honestly, he is pushing the legal boundaries. He <laughs> is kind of insane. Uh so him, Chill him. I guess it's uh it that's the name of the the dispensary. So it's a CBD, a hemp dispensary, like a smoke shop in Tampa called Chillum. And it was uh founded in 2018 by Carlos Hermita. Okay. He has introduced Carlos <laughs> This Mr. Hermita has introduced magic mushrooms to his dispensary last month. Okay, but this guy has taken another route by bypassing strict laws. Okay, so he bypasses the the strictest of laws, you know, know, psychedelics in Florida, Schedule 1. Right, schedule. What is it's federal schedule one? Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, psilocybin, psilocybin. That is the chemical that gets you super fucking high off of magic mushrooms. Psilocybin is illegal in the United States as a classed, and is classed as a schedule one drug. Yes, that was right. So, um, it it, it is considered to be as illegal as heroin um LSD lysergic something acid or dimethylamine i don't fucking remember uh, we, uh so so <laughs> this guy is selling magic mushrooms <laughs> in his dispensary called chillum in tampa i might take a trip to tampa i might i might go see some tampa stuff <laughs> Let's go see what's happening out over there. Okay, so Hermita says he has found something of a loophole by selling. I want to get this. I want to get this right. Amida, mu, muscari. All right, so amida muscari mushrooms that don't contain psilocybin, making them legal by federal law. Oh, ho, 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 ho. so there are other chemicals. <laughs> there are other things besides psilocybin uh, in mushrooms that will make you hallucinogenic. Like hallucinate, hallucinate. So there are different types of mushrooms besides psilocybin mushrooms that are hallucinogenic. And this guy, he. <laughs> He's selling all the other ones. Okay, so... um, The... This, the distinctive red and white mushroom is legal in every state except Louisiana. Louisiana, come on, man. Hermita argued that the drugs are only banned when they become a problem. Suggesting that Anamita Muscaria lacks of... Oh, no. Anamita Muscaria's lack of uptake has shielded it from regulation. So he is saying that the Anamita, uh mushroom isn't a problem like psilocybin. You know, like psilocybin was the party drug of the 80s and all this stuff. And he's saying, no, 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 that is not what this is. This is a chill thing. So the mushroom is typically used for its psychedelic qualities. But it's also poisonous. So, yeah. Uh, Well, that is what uh, the mushroom does. It is a uh, toxin. uh, And it makes you high as fuck. A National Library of Medicine uh, review found one patient fell into a coma after accidentally ingesting the mushroom. While Hermita accepts they could cause vomiting and diarrhea if ingested raw, Hermita says he cooks and treats the mushrooms, huh. which he imports from Lithuania to, re- to reduce their toxicity. So he imports Lithuanian Anamita muscaria mushrooms, and he cooks and treats them to reduce their toxicity. They are found in Chillum, okay? Chillum in Tampa. He sells them in... <laughs> he sells them in a strain of capsules, gummies, and powders, okay this guy they're also known as uh, uh he has he has grow kits as well uh that could uh theoretically allow a customer to make their own psilocybin Well, I mean hey that uh yeah, no, yeah, weird. oh my fuck. Okay, so though Hermita asks buyers to uh, sign a form saying uh, they won't do so. So he sells the grow kits and then makes you <laughs> sign a waiver and be like, hey, I'm not going to actually grow these. But, you can you know, you can sell. So uh, Hermita has, uh he actually has fought to um, legalize medical marijuana in Florida. So this guy is, is doing everything he can, you know. He's like, yo. Let us have this. Stop being such assholes, bro. Florida is literally, like, the most touristy spot ever. Could you imagine how much money we'll make off these fucking tourists, DeSantis? DeSantis, let's make some money off these tourists, B. Make weed recreational. Bring out the magic mushrooms. And watch, watch, watch. DeSantis, you do that, I'll vote for you. DeSantis, you listen to Dragonland? If you're listening to Dragonland right now, if you make recreational weed legal I promise you you can use all those taxes to go to your your uh, your wars I'm just kidding to go to the to go to the streets fixing the fucking infrastructure okay cuz I'm tired of potholes it can go to our schools because our fucking lunches suck okay uh it could go to other educational programs to keep the inner city youth from fucking killing each other because we haven't really gotten there yet but we are it's starting it's starting to get pretty bad okay so I mean if you make weed recreational there goes crime because everybody's high and you're not like there's no like you can't really sell weed on the black market what's the point you can just go to the store and buy it I don't know DeSantis I'm trying to help you out bro I'm trying to let you know what we want here because it worked in it worked in Colorado alright their, their their public transportation is free. So imagine if somebody doesn't have to worry about taking the bus, imagine all the possibilities. Imagine all the possibilities, DeSantis, If you just follow the Hermita lead. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay? I've ha- Hermita says, "I've had old men and women come in. I've had people in this business Suits, ties, they've come in. I've had 20, 23 year olds and they all wanted a good trip. They all wanted to have a good trip. So, me being who I am, I have mushrooms in my hemp dispensary in Tampa. Shout out to this guy because you know what? It's America. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. No, I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> it's a South Park reference. It's a South Park reference. So, I mean, you, you guys can you you can see what I what what, what I'm getting at. I, I support uh Hermita in his in his ventures because you know I for one believe uh that this stuff is relatively harmless. And if you're an adult, you should be able to make your own decisions. And if somebody wants to open a mushroom, a magic mushroom shop and sell magic mushrooms, he should. He should. And if people wanted to go buy it, they should. They should be able to go buy it. And if they're fucking acting crazy, then that's why the police are, and jails exist, right? Right? cuz if somebody took too many mushrooms and now they think they're going to fucking fly you know um stop the guy because you can't fly and that's one thing about psychedelics and you know that that that's why it needs to become legal because people need to learn um uh, people need to learn about this stuff education education is, is key to all and one thing about tripping is you won't see things that aren't actually there you will only see what is there but distorted so if you're seeing something, it's most likely there, and if not, it's definitely distorted to all hell. <laughs> but it's definitely there. So, like I was saying, you you will see uh, a ver- variation of colors, right? Uh, feel warm sensations. Feel all sensations. You will you you will feel sensations and and um think of other sensations that you will immediately start tasting? That makes sense? Yeah, no. <laughs> Psychedelics are fun. <laughs> and, if, and if that's not something for your headspace, then it's obviously something you know about. Going into what I was talking about, if you're an adult, you should be able to do what an adult does, and that is make a fucking decision, which I am going to do. Right now, by showing you some ads. <laughs> I'll be back after this little break. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Lover Boy 2. Have you ever had a whole life experience? A whole phase? If the answer is yes to any of these questions, ask your local Vertigo author about Lover Boy 2. Lover Boy 2 is a safe, natural way to clean the skeletons out of your closet and make you feel more confident. It can help ease you out of your stress and guilt. You will notice the benefits of Lover Boy 2 almost immediately and with a regimen of regular doses. You will overcome obstacles that prevent you from living the life that you want. That's Loverboy 2. 2 can play at this game. Search it up on Amazon. Just look up. Loverboy 2. 2 can play at this game. Are you bored right now? Have you lost inspiration? Then listen to my new song, bitches. You can find it on the Pure Pressure SoundCloud. If you go to SoundCloud and look up Pure Pressure Entertainment, you're going to see that we are popping over there. Me, Matt Dragon, Juice, Fuego, Wonder, and our newest member, Tigeros, I still have to have Wonder anti Ghettos on the podcast. But we are dropping new music right now. On the Pure Pressure SoundCloud. So go check that out. I hope you're feeling spooky. Because I have the Dragon Horror Audio Show. Really what I do is narrate narrate horrific folk tales and other internet lore and just really like true crimes and it's almost like a horror themed podcast essentially that is the dragon horror audio show if you want to get spooky with your boy head over over there and i got a bunch of content on there too so please if you want to feel the haunting of Matt dragon It is the dragon horror audio show I also need to give a quick shout out to ink stop tattoos Need ink digital art NFTs and so much more Hit up ink stop tattoos you can find them on Instagram at inkstop.tattoos. again, ink stop Tattoos. You can find them on Instagram. Let's get back to the show, baby. And we are back. We are back. We're back. Hello. I'm glad you like my ads. I I'm working on my ads. Hey, if you have anything you want to promote, DM me and I don't charge anything. I just like to like shout out people. So, hit me up. Hit me up. I'll shout out your small business. I'll shout out your Instagram. Give me something. Just DM me. Hit me up. I want to I want to show love to you. You feel me? <laughs> <clears throat> excuse me. So it is fucking spooky season, motherfuckers. So uh I know you just heard it. Uh you should definitely hear it again. Go check out the Dragon Horror audio show. I'm gonna be updating. I I, I do uh excuse my I hate this chair. Oh my god, it's so squeaky. I bought oil for it, but it doesn't do anything. I don't know what's wrong with it. It's like it's like immune. It's like trying, it's like, hey, I'm gonna ruin your podcast. It's like, fuck you, chair. Fuck you, chair. Hate this chair. (sighs) So what I was saying is I I, uh, update the Dragon Horror Audio Show a little differently. I like to do dumps on there. So I dump, like, entire series of horror things. So I dump, like, four or five hours worth of content at once. But in different episodes, so it, you know, it's, 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 it's a vibe over there. It's a real spooky vibe. And it's definitely something I'm not going to stop after Halloween. It's something that I've always been into. Horror novels, horror movies, all and anything, all everything horror. If you haven't noticed, me and my homies in Bad Kids production, we are working on another short film. It is called Something in the Dark. And it's pretty fucking horrifying. Me, it, it makes me scared. It's pretty scary. We're we're working hard on it, man. We're working hard and we're leveling up. We're leveling up because we went to a film festival and we got our asses handed to us. And we saw everything we did wrong when our film was on the big screen. But Our film was on a fucking big screen. In a theater, people laughed. They clapped. They enjoyed it. So when it comes to telling a story, we got that. But when it comes to the technicals, there's always a learning curve. And that's what we're doing. We're coming into our own. And with something in the dark. You are in for a treat. You really are. Um, Here is... A little bit of uh behind the scenes audio for uh from that. Uh it is actually Ramon, uh, and, uh the director. He is giving uh the actor Drew, one of our great, great friends that I'm actually gonna have on the podcast. We're gonna talk about some crazy shit, like lots of plants. He's super in, he's like super into plants and 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 like having his, his gardens fucking amazing. Like I really like. I've, I I talk about it all the time. I stand up a garden. I've had it for about seven months now. I've, I'm counting down. It was six months. The last month I was seven bitches, and it's doing so good. It's doing so good that I forgot that I had little signs in there to like separate the plants. And I was like watering it. Inside. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I was like, "Oh shit, it's a sign." My oregano plant has overgrown like its <laughs> space, and I have to. Figure, I I either have, I know I have to trim it, but at the same time, it looks so beautiful. And I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do with all that oregano. Maybe I'm gonna ask Drew. So uh, here is the bes- behind the scene, uh, a, l- a little bit, it's like a two minute clip of um, Ramon, the director, giving the actor Drew some direction in the final scene. So, so it's fuck, blah, 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 blah. They walk they look back, and they look forward, and then keep, keep a glance at it. Like I just keep looking at it. but... As you realize what it is, then you're sort of frightened towards the end of that scene. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Ready? So, real quick, how long do you want me to take it? Like, when I look Make that you, way, when I look back and I come so back this way? Am I immediately trying to look for something? You or know, like, 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 you, you look forward and then you kind of, like, like, start seeing something. And once... Eventually you start seeing it, and once you eventually see it, you'll be like, like, like you also have this like kind of shock look back, and you start walking back slowly. Okay, but make it organic. <laughs> 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 That's perfect. You ready? Yeah. Set. Action. Corky, if you look directly behind me, you'll see a Mexican and a Puerto Rican doing their famous recording. I'm telling you, it's wild. We can't catch the creature, because the creature catches you in this field. <laughs> that was fucking perfect. I didn't want to mess you up by laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That's also going on the I tell you, I tell you, uh, he's a master, this guy, Ramon, he, he, he's not a master yet, but he's, he's going to come into his own when, when he finally finds, like he has his voice as a director, but when we finally get all those technicals right, and I, I figure out the audio the way I, the way I am now recently, like I'm telling you, we're going to be a fucking force. We're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Um. Speaking of forces to be wrecking with, I have a recommendation. It is a series, and I kind of need you guys to watch this. If you're not super into like the gore and the super scary, and you have anxiety issues, then uh, no uh, trigger warning if you want to watch it because of my recommendation, I say do it because it is fucking insane. And I love the storytelling, I love all the acting. I love the angles, I love their uses of props it's fucking crazy their, their score, like when it comes to this series, I haven't seen one like this one in a very very long time very long time, and it very much so fits the theme of the spooky, the horror I am talking about Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story on Netflix okay <sighs> It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good, man. It's Starring Evan Peters as Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, man. People don't want to believe me because, you know, he's he's really only known for, you know, being an American horror story and a bunch of horror stuff. So he's he's typecasted. He's typecasted. You know, I, I agree. Wilson actually told me that. My friend Wilson, he's part of the Kids production as well. He told me, he was like, he's typecasted, so I, I don't agree. And what he didn't agree on is that I, I, I place Evan Peters right now in the same spot that Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio was at his age. And I only say that because of this series, okay? People are like, oh, with the versatility, the versatility isn't there, man, the versatility, the, vers- the versatility is fucking there. If you want to remember that Evan Peters used to be a Disney actor, and he did a couple of comedies, and he was a fire quicksilver, fire quicksilver. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want anybody else to play quicksilver, but Evan Peters. So come on, come on, man. I, I, I for one, think that if you give Evan Peters about twenty years, he is going to be our, the, our, our generation's Leonardo DiCaprio. For sure, for sure. Okay, and that's only, and I'm going on pure acting uh, abilities, not experience, not number one. Movie. No, no, I'm going on pure acting talents, like their abilities as actors. I would whew, love to see them together, because at the same time, whoo, I am blowing Evan Peters' his penis so hard right now. I'm sorry, I'm hot. I'm hot. I was actually drinking a little uh, Roku gin on the rocks. Pretty fucking delicious. And it's got me a little uh, swimmy. So yeah, so Evan Peters is the main star. We also have Richard Jenkins as Lionel Dahmer, okay? (laughs) Richard Jenkins, if you don't know, he is the, the father in Step Brothers, Step Brothers is my one of my is is the the all time favorite comedy of mine for a fact like it's definitely it yeah number one uh super bad number two but uh <laughs> Richard Jenkins is Lionel uh, Lionel Dahmer Jeffrey Dahmer's father and oh, man when I say he kills his role his role Oh my fucking god. It it is uh superb. So fucking perb, man. Because uh, I'm so used to seeing him be like the funny, the funny dad and stepbrothers and shit. And here and here and here he is. Just, like is it, oh, you have again, like I said this is my recommendation and you have half 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 have to see it. Also starring Molly Ringwald, okay, as Sherry Dahmer, and as Joyce Dahmer, Penelope and Miller. Those are pretty much uh the main characters that keep coming out. We also have uh Nisi Nash. She plays uh Glenda Cleveland, okay. She plays Glenda Cleveland, who who has probably the biggest role in the series. And in 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 real life, because she was the one that actually got this guy uh caught, like essentially, essentially she helped she she did, she did a lot. So, um, there is one second. I'm sorry, I lost my place. There is um, I want to say there. Yep, there's ten episodes. Who? Episode one is called Episode one. <laughs> Episode 2 is called Please Don't Go. Episode 3 is called Doing a Dahmer. Episode 4 is called The Good Boy Box. Episode 5, Blood on Their Hands. Episode 6 is called Silenced. 7, Cassandra. 8 is called Lionel. 9 is called The Boogeyman. 10 is called God of Forgiveness. God A vengeance that's fucking dumber on netflix and i tell you they did not hold back so again if you're not into the gore you're not into feeling anxiety don't watch it but if you are looking for a thrill and you're looking for a new series to watch dumber it is baby So uh, I want to get into a little uh, fact fact or fiction about the show, something uh, what what, what Netflix got right and what they didn't, because uh, I like to look into serial killers. So uh, first of all, um, it's, it's a little bit of a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear any spoilers, just I'll see you later because I'm going to end it after this. And I love you. So. Uh it's dragon baby peace. Oh uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh but for the people that just left because of the spoilers, uh peace. And now uh a little bit of the spoilers. Uh Glenda Cleveland, uh, she actually didn't live next to Dahmer. I've watched uh almost half the series already. And I was looking at all these facts and fiction. They didn't they didn't really like spoil anything for me. But if you haven't seen it, we'll spoil a little. So the Glenda Cleveland is the, the neighbor in the series who's hearing all the crazy shit. She's been calling the cops. She's like, yo, what's up, bitch? What's going on. And uh and uh actually she didn't live in Oxford apartments, and she actually never met Dahmer. Uh Glenda Cleveland plays a significant role in a Dahmer's arrest in the series. So I was actually wrong. She uh, she actually has no rule. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, she did, however, make multiple attempts to uh, alert the local police and the FBI about Dahmer's behavior. In the series, Cleveland's daughter, Sandra Smith and niece, uh, saw a disorientated 14-year-old young boy in front of Dahmer's apartment. And they called the police. So that happened actually in the series, and that actually never really happened in real life. So, when um, yeah, so uh, that really that that's not true, but it it's definitely makes for great fucking TV. Uh, uh, the reality is that the neighbor was Pamela Bass, okay, and Dahmer actually fed sandwiches to. Pamela Bass, he would make, he would make, uh, Pamela's, uh, sandwiches, um, for a while, uh, Mrs. Bass, uh, she lived next door to Dahmer, she didn't think anything was weird, uh, anything weird, she actually really liked him, she found nothing really suspicious, you know, she, she just thought it was cool, uh, she's actually not included in the series, um, after uh, Dahmer's arrest, Bass went on record confirming that Dahmer was actually, really friendly and caring and he shared a lot. She confirmed that uh he had actually given her sandwiches uh like every time she would come home from work she he would have a sandwich made for her, you know, it would be roast beef or uh you know uh meat just like, like pork or chicken and um when she said that uh the the <laughs> The the detectives actually told her about uh, the brutal nature of Dahmer's crimes. And it was confirmed that she had eaten human flesh. Dahmer was feeding his neighbor, Pamela Bass human flesh. And she's definitely eaten parts of bodies. Uh... She actually confirmed this in uh, the the uh, the re- the documentary about his true life, like where they go over a lot a lot of this shit. Uh, she confirmed this in the movie called uh, "The Jeffrey Dahmer Files." I am not sure where you can find. I think you can see that on YouTube. Actually, uh, Dahmer did not drink bags of blood. Nah. uh While he was working at the blood plasma center, he didn't do that. That's weird. Of all the other shit he did, wasn't weird. <laughs> oh man, uh, police officer John uh, John B and Joseph G did not receive officer of the year. So you you, you can take that off Netflix. Come on. And uh, one of the hugest, hugest uh, facts that I actually found disappointing because you know it, it's it's kind of a Mandela effect. And Netflix played on it It's kind of a Mandela effect Because Dahmer never wore glasses He never wore glasses ever The only time he wore glasses Was when he was in Having a court interview And he was trying to look more relatable <laughs> Oh man uh, so it was just that though, like, so those iconic aviators that, uh, Evan Peters is rocking like the hunky is, you know, it, my, my obsession was Evan Peters is more sexual than about his, his talents at this point. I, I, I that's how I feel. I don't know what it is. Can you blame me? Look at him. <sighs> I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Just kidding. Um, so he actually didn't wear those glasses. He never wore those glasses. He actually wore them like once in an interview, and the interview became like super viral. And that's just how we all remember Jeffrey Dahmer with those fucking glasses. And he really never wore them. It was just in one jailhouse interview, but probably a couple. But it, 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 when he was murdering people and he was by like eating them and working out and, and working out and being all sexy and stuff, he wasn't wearing those glasses. Uh, so as I fetishize over Jeffrey Dahmer, um, Dahmer, uh, fact, uh, is he actually, uh, did show his victims, uh, The Exorcist Three, that was one of his 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 judges. That was one of his things. He loved uh to show his victims The Exorcist Three. He said, I felt so hopelessly evil and perverted that I actually derived some sort of pleasure from watching that tape. Dahmer said, so fucking creepy, bro. His stare is (laughs) so ice. Dimer said uh, that he didn't like feeling evil and thought he would try to overcome those thoughts and the urges to kill. But he would always give in. Oh, Dahmer. Let's see. Uh, Dahmer was actually pulled over by police when he had human remains in his car. So now is a fact. Uh, According to Dahmer's testimony, um, he was pulled over by police officials after he killed his first victim, 18-year-old Stephen Hicks, in 1978. He convinced the officers to let him go despite swerving while driving at 3 a.m. with garbage bags of Hicks remains in his back seat. So that was actually true. The cops really let him go. He was actually arrested later after that and received a fine for $50 for indecent exposure at Wisconsin State Fair. All right, he was kicked out of a bathhouse where he was accused of drugging two patrons. (laughs) The manager of the bathhouse testified at his trial. (coughs) Yo, this guy used to drug everybody. Come on. What the fuck? Super Bill Cosby got it from. Sheesh. So, uh,. Dahmer was charged with sexual assault and inciting a uh, oh my gosh. In 1988, he received one year in prison and five years of probation in Samsak. SAMSAC was the county, I guess. Wow. Well, uh, ooh. <laughs> Dahmer's father, Lionel, asked for the judge to intervene after Dahmer was convicted for sexual assault of the brother of one of his uh, future victims. So, wow. So the little kid, the last little kid that we see get little, um, so spoiler, uh, the 19-year-old that was actually a 14-year-old that uh, Dahmer was trying to make his zombie by giving him a lobotomy uh, his older brother was actually assaulted by Dahmer, and that's and that's what they're uh, and that's what they're saying that 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 was actually true. They say that in the series, and he like Dahmer's like, man, that's something that the cops say. I'm not it. I'm not. I don't know why I gave him a British accent. He doesn't have a British accent. Um, Dahmer actually harassed his victims' family members. Oof. So uh in episode six, we see there's a scene where Dahmer's taunting the family members of the victims as he depicts his he called the family on the phone. Called the families on the phone and told them to stop looking for their missing loved ones. Yo, is a fucking sick son of a bitch, bro. Wow. <laughs> um Glenda Cleveland, okay, played by uh, Nisi uh, Nash. So the the actual lady, Glenda Cleveland, repeatedly followed up with Milwaukee police about her suspicions, as depicted throughout the limited series. Cleveland indeed contacted the Milwaukee Police Department. So I, I, I the, the the first one was so misleading when they said that she kind of had nothing to do with them, When she was actually the one who. Like was building the fucking case on that guy, you know. While her calls to local authorities were unanswered, she contacted the FBI and was informed that it did not have. They did not have any jurisdiction. <sighs> Cleveland saying she called them for months and months. Dahmer was arrested in real life seven weeks after the first call. So it wasn't months and months. It was really just two, lady. Okay, so you, you could say month and month. But months and months? No, no, lady. Stop. Oh, we're exaggerating. She actually got to meet with a Jesse Jackson after Dahmer's arrest. Cause, you know, in uh, in the in 1970, in the late 1970s, Dahmer was a fucking menace, dude. Like they legit thought that the fucking that black people were just like disappearing. Like they're like, where the fuck are they going? Like, and it was fucking Jeffrey Dahmer eating them all. Jeez. So yeah, to to say to say none the least, you should definitely check out Dahmer. Check out Dahmer. That's on Netflix. And that's really all I got. I really appreciate you today. I appreciate you so much for coming in again. And uh, I'm, I'm trying a little. I'm trying out some things audio wise, something different. So I might sound a little. I don't know if I sound distorted. I don't know if I sound really crispy. I can't, I, I can't tell right now because my headphones are off. But I know I have a great line signal. And I know that I appreciate you. And I know that you'll always be back for me. <laughs> As I will always be back for you. Try to be every, every week, either Wednesday or Friday. I drop an episode. I'm Matt Dragon. This is Dragon Land. Peace.